Welcome to the Competitive 40K Podcast brought to you by Vanguard Tactics. It's our mission to help you play, progress, and perform at this incredible game of Warhammer 40K, keeping sportsmanship and fair play at its absolute core. I'm your host, Dave Colmel, a humble man sent to Wallachia to transfer title for a British estate to a wealthy Transylvanian lord. That lord is here himself with me today, though I can't seem to see him in a mirror. He's a coach for Vanguard Tactics and the current top Blood Angels player of the UK and one of the top-ranked Blood Angels players in the world. He's the Vlad Tepish to my Jonathan Harker, Mr. George Checkley. George, how's it going? Yeah, mate, I'm all good. I'm all good. I'm really excited to talk about this. But again, I've I've really not got the reference. <laughs> no, I've I've tried. I tried to try and like figure it out and deepen my mem- in my memory banks, mate. But no, I, d- I genuinely um couldn't get that one. <laughs> okay, well, uh, it was Dracula. I was trying. <laughs> what the new rendition, the new film, the one that came out like about five years ago well they're all pretty much the same backstory but i was i the the quote i have at the end and all that it's from the the 1992 one. Oh yeah before, you, before you were born yeah <laughs> yeah all good mate really excited to talk about blood angels today so yeah so uh what we're gonna do uh ladies and gentlemen for for all you listeners is um steve and i obviously you guys by now have probably heard the um review that we did in the space ring codex and we went through all the detachments but um we went through kind of quickly and because there was so much we wanted to hit, uh, we just did a real quick overview of everything. And I wanted to go back and do something a little bit more specific this week. So Jordan and I are going to talk. We're going to take his um, winning list from um, LGT and w- his Blood Angels list. And we're going to take it because obviously that was before the Space Ring Codex dropped. He was You used Gladius in that one, right? I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. So, so Jordan used the Gladius um, detachment, obviously for LGT. Um, the Blood Angels one, as we talked during the Blood Angels review, is not great. Um, and so, I wanted to talk with Jordan about how his list can be applied to each of the other new detachments in the Space Marine Codex. We can go through back now and go back through in a little bit more detail and apply those detachments each to the same list and see how the list might change a little bit and how it would work. Uh, so, first and foremost. Um, well, actually, before we get into to the, to the, the meat of all this, uh, let's take a quick stop for our first sponsor of the day, The Outpost. The Competitive 40K Podcast is proudly supported by The Outpost, your friendly local gaming store with the most helpful and friendliest of staff. After visiting The Outpost, I was taken aback by the whole host of products available in-store and online. With awesome discounts, gaming tables, and a huge range of terrain for different game systems, The Outpost is certainly a great place to hang out and hobby. Check out www.the-outpost.co.uk or go and visit them in store. All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe, leave us a five-star review if you'd be so kind. Uh, and don't forget to check us all out on Instagram uh, if you would be willing. Uh, George's on there at VT underscore George. Uh, I am on there at, at InfantryLawyer40K. Uh, and with that, um, oh, also, um, the. Academy, Steve wanted me to mention this. The Academy is um, going at full swing now. I'm n- I think the next class will open sometime in January. Do you know, George? Um, I don't know the exact date, but it sounds about right. I know I know we yeah. are looking at doing another one. Um, yeah. but we are doing the master class at the moment for the Space Marine, so that it will be going on sale, I believe, on the 21st um, of October. So, um, But that is, that is all, all going heads for, forward and um yeah because we've got the tyranid masterclass all going as well um that's that's been looking really good so yeah we've got the space marine one where we go through each detachment 
um, and each chapter themselves. So we've even got successor chapters and how which um, detachment will work best with each of them. So yeah, very exciting. Yeah, and if you haven't sat through one of Steve's master classes before, you should. It's definitely a worthwhile investment. Just you know, pick the faction that either is causing you a headache or uh, you know, obviously there's only two factions have master classes so far. But uh, if you're playing Tyrannids or Space Marines, you should definitely sign up for the master class. Yep, they are well worth the the time to sit down and really think about um, because Steve will inevitably come up with some different perspective on on your faction that you didn't think of. Yep, exactly. Yep. All right. So with that, Jord, let's uh, before we get into the to the detachments, why don't you just give everybody a quick rundown of what's in your list? Okay, so obviously we've gone with Gladius Task Force. Um, so this was with the Apothecary Biologist with what is now uh, Fire Discipline, but it was Bolter Discipline um, before the Codex dropped. But yeah, f- uh, Fire Discipline. So that gives you uh, sustained on the units. And if you're in the Devastated Doctrine, you'll get sustained or critical hits on fives. Um, he'll be leading six aggressors. So with the bolt storm gauntlets, so what we're doing there is we're getting lethal hits then on the unit because of the biologists, and then you're getting the sustained on fives and the devastation, uh, devastated doctrine. So very, very lethal combo. Um, we are spicing that up a little bit further in the list, but we do have Dante leading the army, obviously. Everyone's favorite golden boy. Um, yeah, your favorite golden boy for sure. My favorite golden boy, exactly, exactly. He he d- pulled some numbers up for me in um, LGT. Absolutely loved him in that. Uh, Judicia leading six blade guards. Uh, we've got Lamartis leading 10 death company with power fists and inferno pistols. Two lieutenants with combi weapons. So these are the lone op lieutenants. Um, then we've got a sanguinary priest with jump pack. He was with 10 assault marines before they vanished off into, into the gates of heaven. We, we said goodbye to them. Um, but no, yeah. they just they just crossed the Rubicon Primaris, so it's okay. They're yeah. they're coming back in better with better with different jump packs and better armor. Well, my my ones have turned into Vanguard vets all of a sudden now, so they've oh, um, okay. <laughs> they've been they've become veterans now after LGT. Uh, but yeah, Dante's leading them with the the Sang Priest, um, and then yeah, so we also have the the Libby Dread. So if you did listen to our podcast um, about the Blood Angels, you will know how much we love the Libby Dread. Um, and then we had five infiltrators and a gladiator lancer. Oh, and five intercessors before we forget them as well. So awesome. a lot of mission playing units, um, some very heavy damage dealing units as well. Um, and then the Libby Dread is there just to chuck around some lieutenants, get me points um, and throw around the aggressors as well. So very mobile, very blood angel-y. Um, Yeah, it was really, really fun list. All right, cool. So, um, and you obviously ran it with Gladius. So for those uh, three people out there that haven't yet memorized what Gladius does, uh, they have the um, combat doctrines somewhat reminiscent of ninth edition. Uh, Once per game, you can fall back and shoot. Once per game, you can fall back and charge. And once per per game, you can um, fall back and charge and shoot. That's right. Yeah. So um, that is, and then uh, like George said, there was the Bolter Discipline. Uh, which was just uh, slightly misnomered because most people were using it with things that weren't bolters. Uh, so it became fire discipline as the enhancement. It gives sustained hits um, one to whatever unit the, the character's leading. Yep. Um, so, but moving that list into trying to talk about the other detachments, um, I'm just going to go through the, them in the order that they're in the book. Yep. Um, the An- Anvil Siege Force, 
which I a lot of people don't think it has play. I still maintain that it has some play, even though it even though it the 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 detachment rule shield of the Imperium tells you you have to remain stationary to get the benefits of it. Um, for those who don't remember or who haven't um, read it yet, uh, the detachment rule is you uh, all weapons, all ranged weapons in the army in the Adeptus Astartes models that they carry in the army have the heavy ability. And if you already have the heavy ability, then you get and you remain stationary, you get plus one to wound. Yep. Very strong. Yep. Um, yep, exactly. Um, and I won't go through all the enhancements in, in each of these attachments because, again, we don't want to be here all day. But I will say, in case you didn't read, uh, if you want, you know, I, I did a longer review of this particular detachment. There's a blog article up on the Vanguard Tactics website you can go check out. But um, I'll just suffice to say that the enhancements in this detachment are sadly all garbage. So mm-hmm. don't waste your time. Yep. Um, but they have some decent strats. So that being so, so uh, if you were going to take your list over to Anvil Siege Force, probably I'm assuming you would have some problems because you want to be mobile and you want to be meleeing, or at least using all those jump packs you've got to move around. Yep. So the remain stationary part of of Anvil would not work for you. No, exactly. It's a it's a difficult one because. I mean, the whole premise of this detachment, you do get a lot of benefits for being stationary, which as a Blood Angels player, you don't want to be doing. Um, there are some units that can work well with this, with like Hellblasters. Hellblasters work really well in this detachment. Um, you've got Desolation Marines and stuff, but you're not really leaning into a Blood Angels playstyle. Um, you're not going to be taking... There's no benefits from any Blood Angels specific unit here, so it's just going to be effectively a standard Marine list because all your stuff is combat from the blood angels index right so this detachment itself is probably the least likely to be seen as a blood angels player yeah yeah you're just not going to get any benefit from it as a blood angels specific player yeah i will say that um having done the little bit of play testing that i've done with with uh and against the space ring codex so far um there are several units that do play well with anvil siege force so Centurion Devastators are something that I think are if you want to play Anvil Siege Force, there's something you want to take a look at. Uh, Gravis Marines and Heavy Intercessors, I think, are also very strong. Also, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, um, the Hammer Fail, um, excuse me, Hammerfall Bunker <laughs> actually would benefit from this detachment. Of course, it's still about 70 points, even after they took it from 210 down to 175. I still think it's about 40 to 70 points overcosted. For what it does, but there there would be some if you really wanted to meme it out and and you or you bought a couple of those a long time ago thinking that they would one day be good and they're still not. You could throw them into this detachment, and have some fun with it. But yeah, but on a more realistic note, Centurion Devastators, any of the tanks, any of the de- any of the dreadnoughts that that you think can stand out there, especially ballistas, if you put them in like a back corner with a long firing line, yeah, would benefit from this detachment. So. Yeah, if you're looking at like, so you've got, as you said, with the heavy intercessors, your normal intercessors, your hellblasters, they have the the multiple keyword weapons where you've got assault, heavy, and um, I believe rapid fire on them as well. They're really, really good in this detachment because you can use the first turn to assault, um, well, to advance and still get some shots off. And then you're in, hopefully, in your positions to start getting your um, your shooting out with um, the plus one to hit and wounds from the detachment rule. So you yeah. can get some really good um, combinations in this. I, I agree with you. I don't think this is a bad detachment at all. I think there are a lot of plays with it, but it's just a specific play style that doesn't fit Blood Angels. All right. So 
Uh, now we're going to take a look at the Ironstorm Spearhead, or yeah, Ironstorm Spearhead. Uh, that's what a lot of people know and love as, or think of as the uh, Iron Hands detachment. And the yep. detachment rule here, for those that don't know it, is Armored Wrath once per phase for each Adeptus Astartes unit in your army. You can reroll one hit roll, one, rune, one wound roll, or one damage roll for a model in that unit. You will note, as much as it says Armored Wrath, it doesn't say vehicles, and it does not say shooting. So you can use this in a melee army. So yes. with that, George, give me your thoughts. This detachment is potentially the best detachment in the codex anyway. Um, there's always going to be benefits for anyone using this. And we do have access to three variants of Dreadnoughts as well. Um, if you're looking at the Blood Angels Index for specific stuff. Um, one thing that does look pretty fun, actually, is Furioso Dreads getting their sustained on fives um, with Mercy in the Weakness strat with their heavy frag cannon because it could it's rapid fire. Oh, yeah. So 2d6, damage two weapons with sustained fives. It looks pretty good. <laughs> Um, and also you could use the Ancient Fury strat as well, um, which gives your Dreadnoughts uh, basically plus one toughness, OC, leadership, plus one to hit. Um, and basically you can put that onto a Death Company Dreads, Furioso Dreads, Libby Dreads, and you get them hitting on twos in combat. Um, it's great. Make them a bit tougher, yeah. a bit more survivable. And as you said, the detachment rule in itself is just fantastic for everyone because it's just giving you that extra bit of efficiency um, for all your units. And like you said, can be used in melee. So win-win really. And obviously the damage rolls could be pretty uh, clutch. Um, Libby Dread, I'm looking at you with his pointy stick with a D6 plus three damage. If you wanted to re-roll that damage roll, even better. So Agreed. In a short amount of time, the Brutalis Dreadnought will um, get a uh, Blood Angels treatment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think... Overall, any of the Dreadnoughts work really well with the Blood Angels in this one. Um, it, it just really, because it, it fits the play style as well. You can get the combat ones. Ballista Dreads helping you from afar. Um, so, and having vehicles is always great. It fills in one of the weaknesses of the Blood Angels anyway with shooting, and it can give you that fire support that you need. Um, and also durability. You could, there's also um, the stratagem, I believe it's called. Uh, unbowed Conviction, where you can ignore modifiers to your characteristics in any tests for a CP. Um, and that's just used on Adeptus Astartes units. So you can use that on your normal units, stop maybe the minus one damage and stuff, which is great because most of your stuff is damaged too. So yeah, some really, really good stuff in this in this detachment for Blood Angels, for sure. Okay, cool. What, um, just off the top of your head, if you were going to tweak your list from what it is now, what would you take out? What would you add back in to, to adjust it to be um, more efficient for Ironstorm? So I'd probably drop the Lancer. Um, and the reason for that is I'd probably put in a couple of Ballista Dreadnoughts. Um, purely because they get the full rerolls um, to hit anyway. They're a little bit cheaper. So you can make a bit more points anyway, even though you're putting two in. Um, and my list has made quite a few points anyway since the points changes. Um, and obviously Assault Marines go in as well. That's a big chunk gone. So I'd probably put, look at putting some Ballista Dreadnoughts in. And as you mentioned, maybe a Brutalis um, just to give that combat punch and get some damage three in there. So, yeah. Okay. And I can't remember the, the Libby Dread's ability, his, his Psychic Yeet. Can he use that on other Dreadnoughts? Or does that only work on infantry? No, only on infantry. Only on infantry. Okay. Um, so, yeah. 
Because it would have been funny. Imagine just teleporting Hammerfall bunkers. That would have been pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to lift a drink to you later today, my friend, just for giving me that thought. Thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, Oh, that's classic. The the Hammerfall bunker can finally fall somewhere besides your deployment zone. Exactly. Exactly. We could just wings and just let it fly all over the battlefield so that's that would be amazing if you could do that <laughs> love it um yeah hey there's no rule against a hammerfall uh bunker doing the uh the new kind of an action it can it could cleanse an objective for you or it could it could deploy exactly. teleport homers or whatever so well that's what drop pods are for me right that's what drop yeah, pods exactly. are for. <laughs> yeah yeah uh okay so um oh speaking of which are you gonna be because the points are a little bit are, with the points changes, are you just gonna uh, planning on just taking the assault marines out and putting them putting in the new Primaris assault intercessors with jump packs, no. or are you gonna switch to you gonna keep them with the uh, Vanguard? So I've actually been thinking about this a lot, but as it stands, Dante can't join the and the Sanguinary Priest can't join the new assault marines uh, assault intercessors because it specifically states on the thing that they can on the um what they can join as um, assault marines with jump packs, not assault it jump intercessors. Oh, right. That's right. They got to update the character data sheets so that you can join them to those squads. That's right. Yeah. So unfortunately, right. as it stands, I won't be using them because I'm I don't see the benefit of it. And also, Vanguard vets with ten Vanguard vets with storm shields and a five up fill no pain is um pretty pretty durable. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very, I was I, I was going to ask how much how much do you do you rely on that hammer of wrath? Um. So it depends because obviously the rule has changed anyway now in the codex. So before it used to be just a single model from the assault marines had to be in base contact to get the mortal wounds off and you'd roll all all the dice. Whereas now it's every model in engagement range. So right. you're not going to be seeing it as effective because if you get that small charge, like you wanted, you wanted let's say a nine um, and they're only seven inches away, but you wanted that bit, bit further jump so you can actually get all your guys around but you don't get the right dice roll suddenly you're only getting two or three models in you're not getting the full effectiveness of the mortal wounds anymore um so it's it 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 can be a bit it's not as effective basically is what i'm trying to say um okay but i think vanguard vets leaning into the durability and the weight of attacks of vanguard vets um with ap2 because of the sanguinary priest and plus uh hitting on twos because of dante they they do still like do a lot of damage. Um, so okay. yeah, I think that's a better way to go now with the changes. Okay, cool. All right. So um, with that, we'll move on to the next detachment, which is the firestorm assault force, which is the quote unquote salamanders detachment. Uh, the detachment right. rule here is close range eradication, ranged weapons. Again, now here's the problem. It's ranged weapons equipped by Adeptus Astartes models from your army have the assault ability. And each time an attack made with such a weapon targets a unit within 12 inches, add one to the strength characteristic of that attack. So this is not going to necessarily benefit melee the way that the Ironstorm could. But. Yep. There are some plays. But there are some plays. Yep. Exactly. How many, how many Melted Pistols have you got? Oh, I've got. I've got on every single model I've got has got an Inferno Pistol. So all of my okay. Death Company have got Inferno Pistols. Pretty much all my Sangard have got Inferno pistols. Um, yeah, I went all out on a Melter, but 
There is some fun things. I'm actually interested in putting 10 Death Company with hand flamers in this one. Um, oh, okay. Because I think that's pretty cool because you can get them to strength four then, which actually makes them a bit more interesting because then you're not wounded on fives against most things. Um, against your marine matchups, you can still wound on fours. Um, seems seems a bit better, but even because it doesn't really affect the Inferno pistols in this detachment because the plus one strength just moves them to um, strength nine. So they're not really reaching oh. that threshold to ten. I don't know why I was why I was thinking that the Inferno pistols were strength nine already because the other I know the Eradicator melted guns are, but yeah, is they're only strength eight. So you're not really the only threshold it's really reaching is Drakari vehicles. So it's not um, okay. it's not genuinely having that much of a deal. Whereas at least if you wanted to look at pushing something, it would be hand flamers to get them to force um, wounded on force. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. What and vehicles? you are going to get them. The what, sorry? You said they were good against what vehicles? Um, so like Drakari. So like your Raiders, your... Um, yeah, never heard of them. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are suffering for their sins of 9th edition. I know, mate. To be fair, I am looking at doing them. That is my next army project. Yeah. But okay. um, doing a whole Joker Drakari army will be pretty fun. Um, yeah. But well. yeah. 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 Metal pistols will wound them on Vores, which is nice. Okay. <laughs> Um, it's just affecting your standard marine stuff, right? So it's not really Blood Angel right. stuff that is. Um, it probably would affect the Bile Predator quite well. So that's going to be a star for this detachment is the Bile Predator with the Flamers. Um, getting okay. their weapons, like the Heavy Flamer, up to strength six. So now you're wounding like Sisters, any Toughness 3 army on twos. Um, your Flamestorm Cannon, it's against Toughness 6 stuff. So maybe like um, your Custodies, you can wound them on threes with the Flamestorm Cannon within 12 it's nice you, you're beating some thresholds there with the, the bulb flamestorm that for two yeah. cp you could give it devastating wounds um which um, you're probably going to be doing once again but it just seems pretty funny um it's not really breaking any balances here but it just seems like a pretty fun combo um but the most interesting strat actually in this is crucible of fire um because it gives you plus one to wound within six and it can be used in the fight phase so you just can get the old Blood Angel rule back and get plus one to wound um, all the time rather than having to charge to get plus one to wound. So okay. that's, that's probably the most attractive thing in this um, detachment for me. Um, they've got some nice enhancements, some nice enhancements in this one as well. The ignore, Ignoring Modifiers, the Champion of Humanity, it's quite nice. Um, it's a shame it's locked to Tacticus only. So that's Primaris stuff, basically. So you're not going to be getting our Death Company. Um, yeah, uh, maybe Death Company assessors if if you wanted to go down that route, but um, again, I don't I don't think anyone runs Death Company intercessors. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you could get plus three strength on the Smash Captain. Yeah, or I was just thinking you could put plus three strength on the uh, Judiciar or the Judiciar. Yeah, exactly. I think that would work really well in my detachment. Um, yeah, other than that, I mean the Forged in Battle is pretty good as well. Um, so just turn in a hit roll or saving throw to a six. Um, that could be pretty nice because it could come in clutch. You need that save. Cool. I'll just turn it into a six. Um, yeah. yeah. And that's another one that it just says to make a hit roll. It doesn't say shooting. So fortune battles, another one where that you could use in, um, you could use in melee. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Make, make the most lethal, which would be pretty cool. Um, yeah. but yeah, other than that, it's, it's not really, um, it's this one is actually more so the transport detachment. 
because there's three stratagems here that affect transports. So um, maybe drop in um, a Dreadnought from a Storm Raven, which would be pretty cool. Um, getting some benefits there. So there are there are if you if you're looking at taking some transports, impulses, your land raiders, things like that, then an aggressor's going in them be pretty cool. Um, maybe maybe a land raider would go. Redeemer would go in my list if I was going to use this detachment. Um, just because you can make make use of all the stratagems then, and yeah, make short work with all those um, close range gunfire. Right. Okay. All right. Cool. So, yeah. um, if you were gonna if you're gonna shift your your LGT list into Firestorm, uh, into the uh, Firestorm Assault Force, what would be a couple of changes you would make? So, I definitely have a Land Raider Redeemer. Um, I think that would go in the list. Um, and then I'd look at changing the Bolt Storm Gauntlets to the Flamers on the Aggressors. Um, I think having the Flamers would be a bit better in this detachment, especially with the um, the plus one strength and the reroll wounds because they would be twin linked. Um, yeah, I think it would just be a, a, a lot more efficient if I was going to take this detachment. Okay. All right, cool. And a Ball Predator. Oh, yeah, and the Ball Predator. Yeah. I mean, we were we were celebrating yeah. the Ball yeah. Predator when exactly. we did the Blood Angels review, and this, this would... Yeah, increasing the uh, efficiency on that one significantly. So, okay, yeah, cool. or even having ten infernus captain, um, and then teleporting them with the Libby Dread, that would be pretty fun. Oh yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. That's yeah, cool. just because infernus mm. marines are cool, but um, the getting them into the right place, into the right position before they get murked off the table is sometimes the challenge. So. Getting them, being able to use the Libby Dread to yeah. for them would be, yeah, would be clutch. Just toss them forward and then flame and then Overwatch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's that's a good shout, dude. That's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So now we'll move on to the next detachment, which is the Stormlance Task Force. Uh, the detachment rule. This is the White Scars detachment. Yep. Um, the the detachment rule here is Lightning Assault, uh, and this one almost screams Blood Angels. Because it is uh, uh, units, Adeptus Astartes units from your army are eligible to declare a charge in a turn in which they advanced or fell back. Yes. Anytime you can get move faster and move around and charge. Yeah. So off the bat, it sounds like this is the perfect attachment for Blood Angels, right? Um, but I think it's Except. important to look at it because it's quite deceiving. Um, because there's... A lot of things that need things to be mounted in this detachment. You are only yeah. having three stratagems that are usable for stuff that aren't mounted, and one of them being armor contempt. Um, so it's not you're not getting a lot of benefits other than advance and charge. And in a lot of cases, your units are fast enough to get into combat without advance and charge. Um, so yeah, it's kind of I don't think the advance and charge is nice if you need it. But having it as the only benefit to the army isn't really fantastic. Um, saying that, there are some cool um, stratagems. Windswift Evasion, 1 CP, being able to just make a normal move of 6 when someone moves within 9 on any of your units is amazing because in Gladius, Squad Tactics is my best friend and I use it every single turn. And this just is basically the upgraded version of that just constantly. Um, so. Really strong strat, something that is going to be great on against combat armies. Very efficient. Uh, Blitz and Fusillade 
is good as well because it will give you assault. So it means you can do the advancing and still be able to shoot or do actions. So that's the benefit there with um, Blitz and Fusillade. Works really well with, again, um, what they're called Hellblasters because they've got the assault already so you can get sustained on Hellblasters. Um, so yeah, there's some nice, some nice little combos in this one. Uh, the enhancements aren't amazing. Um, again, two of them are for mounted, uh, guys. So you're only ever going to be putting these on primaris chaplains on bikes or just chaplain on bikes as they're called now. Um, but the portents of wisdom, so the reroll advance rolls is pretty nice. It means you're not having to spend a CP all the time to reroll your advances. Um, but yeah, overall, I think it's very deceiving. It's not something that I would use as a blood angels player. Cause I feel okay. like it's very limiting. Yeah. And, and I'm going to take this opportunity. I'm hopefully somebody from games workshop is listening, please. For the love of God and the queen, or excuse me, the king, uh, for the love of God <laughs> and the king, please reissue or make a new captain on bike. Hell y'all love making lieutenants, make a lieutenant on bike, do something because right now mm. just having the one chaplain on bike character you have two enhancements in this in this detachment and only one character you could conceivably put it on. Please fix that. Yep. And um, I mean, we got one unit in the book that's mounted, really, which is Outriders and right. ATVs potentially, but they're not going to be getting, getting benefits from these enhancements because they're never going to be able to be led unless they're part of an Outrider squad. So right. you're not really getting much out of it. it. It does seem like one of the weaker detachments, in my opinion. Yeah, there just isn't enough units um, to make an entire detachment of uh, of stormlands you know as much as and and which no. is kind of too bad because for the i know there's people out there who would love to play an all white scars bike army but hell i remember the the couple times oh, i played yeah. white scars in ninth edition they didn't have a single bike on the table i was dealing with you know blade guard coming out of impulsors i wasn't dealing with bikes and they're supposed to be bikes Bring back, bring back, maybe, maybe yeah, bring back some jet bikes. Do something. Help the white scars uh, and, and and similar players out there. So hell, I mean, I would love to see blood angels on bikes, but they just don't. They just Same. Play. I would love to have some bikes in my army. I would. Um, and I think if I was to take the Stormlands, I'd definitely look at having six outriders with a chaplain on bike and some and an ATV. Um, just so I can make use of the detachment. Um. But on the whole, it's not really doing too much, is it? I mean, even the White Scar's character is on foot. He's not even on a bike. So it's, right. it's not Which, like you've um, the White Scar's players in too much out of this, are they? No, because um, Arakan being on foot drives me crazy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, overall, I think it is just the weakest attachment looking, looking at it um, because there's not enough options to really go yeah. around. What Space Wolves, though. Space Wolf players, this is your favorite attachment. Oh yeah. Space Wolves, this is your detachment. Yeah. If you guys have are still bemoaning that your fate, um take a look at this detachment because this is literally this detachment is um making Thunder Wolves great again. So, just get a just get a hat yeah, and exactly. just you know, instead of, you know, I'm not supporting Mega, but you I I fully support MTWGA. Make Thunder Wolves great again because here it is. Here this this screams battle leaders, your wolf lords bring out Santa on his sleigh, go ape. This is your chance. Do it. Don't worry. Me and Jacob, um, we've, we've done a review on this detachment on the YouTube channel, um, which will be out hopefully in very soon, but that we've actually made a list with 18 Thunderwolves 
Logan Grimnar on Santa Slay. We've got um, we've got basically all the Fenrisian wolves we can. It is just pure wolfiness. Everything is just running at you, and it looks so so powerful. Um, That's awesome. So yeah, not bloody. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So there is there def- while while we, obviously we are down on the Stormlands detachment for generic space marines and certainly for Blood Angels, there is play there. I also think there might be play for uh, if you want to play uh, Ravenwing. If you're a Dark Angels player and you love your bikes, yeah, I think there's this is also the detachment you might want to look at for that. So, but we're gonna move on yeah, now to sure, the sure. next and what I think is probably overall the most competitive of the detachments. Um, we I played a couple of test games with this um, recently, and yeah, the the Vanguard Spearhead and their Shadow Masters detachment rule that says each time a ranged attack targets an Adeptus Astartes unit from your army, unless the attacking model is within 12 inches, subtract one from the hit roll and the target has the benefit of cover against that attack. Very strong. Very strong. This is the detachment I'm looking at. Um, it is the one that helps basically covers the biggest weaknesses of the Blood Angels, which is surviving before we get into combat. Um, so it really helps us against those ranged armies. Uh, the detachment rule is fantastic because now you don't have to worry about smokescreen. You can literally just pop armor contempt and you get in cover and armor contempt all the time, basically. So it's a very, very strong detachment rule. And I agree with you. It is the strongest and most competitive choice for any Space Marine player, I think. The enhancements are the, the best enhancements in the book. It's, it's so good. Yeah, the enhancements are very strong. The As you said, it, it, it's not a, you know, quite often when we look at an auto-pick detachment or sub-faction, it's a, which one is going to give me the ability to point-click, delete other stuff? This is the opposite. Yeah. This is, this is almost an autopilot yep. because you don't have to put too much thought into it. It's just, okay, Wherever I go, as long as I'm staying back outside of 12 inches, I'm minus one to be hit. I've got the benefits of cover. My survivability is greatly improved. This, too, on things like yep. Assault Centurions and Centurion Devs yep. and anything in Gravis Armor, uh, I had a very Sanguinary difficult time. Guard. Sangard, yep. I haven't played in a Sangard yet, but I can tell you having dealt a couple of games Yes, Sam Roland, looking at you. Having played a couple practice games <laughs> with um, six Inceptors, six Plasma Inceptors dropping down on uh, into my face um, was a serious problem to deal with because the thing that he dropped in on was going to die and everything else was more than 12 inches away, making it very difficult to kill them. So though, mm-hmm. this, is, this, is a de- this is a detachment that I think is going to see a lot of play from a lot of people. So you just mentioned the enhancements. You want to go through them and, and how they're going yep. to benefit you and your Blood Angels. Yep. So the Blade Driven Deep is arguably the best enhancement here. Gives your units infiltrate, which with the character of which with the unit that he's leading. So I can now infiltrate 10 Vanguard veterans and Dante if I wanted on the board and just first turn charge with them if I needed to. Um, so there is that option. You can obviously put this on any Adeptus Society's infantry model. So this could go on Blade Guards. This could go on Death Company if you took a Chaplain instead of Lamartis. Um, so you could really push it basically and try and, if you wanted that Alpha Strike or even just Objective Secure Turn 1, um, really, really strong. 
the other one I really like is Shadow War Veteran. It's the most expensive one, but you can put it on any Phobos model, and it's effectively what we call a vet. So you can increase um, a battle tactic stratagem's cost by one CP. So very, very powerful. Armor Contempt, you can now make two CP for your opponent, um, which is obviously one of the most common battle tactics out there. Um, it's, it's really, really strong. I was gonna, I've put it onto my um, combi weapon lieutenant, the lone operative one. Just sit him on the back. He can't be killed unless someone can get to my home objective. And now I've just got a vet as well just to increase the cost of my opponent's stratagems. Uh, very, very strong. Um, if we look at the stratagems, um, though, there is some really, really cool ones. So Strike from the Shadows, as you said, with Inceptors. I've put six in as well. But I'm going to go with the Bolter ones for the Sustain 2. Uh, because hitting on twos, you could Oath Target, re-roll that with Sustain 2. Damage 2 still with AP 2 because of the stratagem. It, it seems very naughty to me. I really like it. <laughs> and you can take them off the board as well with Guerrilla Tactics. So you can literally just jump down, delete what you see, and take them back off in your opponent's um, fight phase. Really, really okay. good. Really, really good. Um, someone who shines in this detachment is the Sanguinor. So the Sanguinor in this detachment is very, very fun um, because he can just keep coming off the board. You can put him somewhere, do what he needs to do, use his once per game, like coming down in your opponent's charge phase as a effectively heroic intervene from Deep Strike. And then just take him back off again. And he's lone op. He's stealth already, um, which will combo with the um, detachment rule because it isn't stealth, the detachment rule. So if someone does have plus one to hit, they're now having minus one to hit from the detachment rule and then stealth on top of that, which is, again, another minus one. So you just ignore a minus one, uh, plus one to hit um, completely. So really, really strong. I really like the Sanguinor in this detachment. Okay. Yeah, and I was I was just double checking while you were talking about that. I went because when you mentioned the uh, uh, the uh, Shadow War veteran, I was trying to think of what characters you might put it on, and then I just and it's because it says Phobos model only. But then I went and double checked, and the yep. lieutenant with combi weapon, the lone op lieutenant, which he should have, he does have Phobos. So you could just put that on him, and again, he can do all his lone op shenanigans, and he's just going to happily whenever you're ready, just vec whatever strat you want to. Um, yeah, so exactly. Very cool. Exactly. Yeah. So there is some really cool things. As I said, this detachment is what I'm going to be using with my army now. Um, Sangard have made a return in my list because of this detachment. So um, I am going to be running five Sangard with Dante um, just as a small footprint for rapid ingress um, and OC2 on the whole squad. So they're pretty okay. nice. It's just a small package. Um, and just the survivability has just increased so much better from the shooting. Um, and I wanted to try and fit them in somewhere. I want to bring them back. I want to bring Sangard back, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I know that it's, it's weird to play blood yeah. angels and not see at least a few guys in gold armor jumping at you. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. The, uh, the infant, the uh, blade driven deep. I just want to echo again. Um, Steve's comment during the last episode um, if you put this on a Terminator character and you infiltrate 10 Terminators up on your opponent's doorstep, you are not playing the game the right way. You're a jerk. Don't do it. This is That's not what this yep. was intended to, yep. and don't do it. All right, sorry. You were going to say. Yep. So, no, I was just going to say is I'm looking at putting a captain in the list, and I, I just want to say as well, I completely agree. Don't be putting Terminators in um, because they are going to be, especially Deathwing Knights, Absolutely not. Not fair. Not how the game should be played. 
don't do it. <laughs> um, but don't yeah, the, I'm looking at putting in um, a captain with jump pack with the Vanguard vets now um, and a Sang Priest. And basically, he would then allow you to use sur- surgical strikes for free because it's a battle tactic stratagem. So you can give all of the Vanguard vets precision if you really wanted to, which is really nice. Um, so you can really, you can really do some nice stuff with this detachment, I think. All right. Very cool. Very, very cool. All right. So mm. obviously the changes you, you, you mentioned, um, you're going to be putting Sangard back in your list, uh, to play this and, um, what, are, any other units you would swap in and out? Um, so I'm going to be putting the interceptors in, um, infiltrators are going out. Um, so the infiltrators aren't in and the intercessors aren't in. But I'm looking at putting some scout squads in as well, just for submission play, because they're very cheap at the minute. So why wouldn't you? Yeah. And they're shining this detachment. So yeah, um, oh, so for yeah sure. that's the changes with that. All right, cool. All right, so that um, that covers the Vanguard Spearhead, and this takes us to the last detachment in the book. Which, my personal opinion, I think we could just skip it, but we'll 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 mention it anyway, just for the sake <laughs> of being of completeness. This is, in my opinion, the worst detachment in the book. Hands down, worse than Stormlands, worse than Anvil, worse. It's, it's garbage. I think the first company task force is terrible. Uh, the detachment rule is extremist level threat. Once per battle, and this is, a, this is part of the problem, it's this theme of once per battle. Once per battle in your command phase, mm-hmm. you can use this ability. If you do, until the start of your next command phase, each time a model from your army with the Oath of Moment ability makes an attack that targets your Oath of Moment target, you can reroll the wound roll as well. This, for one shining turn in your game, you get to go back to old Oath of Moment. That's it. That's what it does. It's a once-per-battle detachment roll. The rest of the time, you're cheese and wind. That's it. Nothing else. And then the enhancements, as we mentioned during the, the last episode, also, they have an ability that, generally speaking, only applies to the character itself. It doesn't help the rest of the unit that he's leading, except for once per battle, you can give some ability to your the rest of your unit. Huzzah. And then all of the yeah. Um, yeah. four of the six stratagems all require that you are only playing them on Terminators, Blade Guard, Stern Guard, and Vanguard. Now, with that said, yeah. I know you do have a squad of Vanguard veterans in your list. I do. I do. So... And Blade Guard. Oh, yeah, and you have Blade Guard. So, so you could be using those strats on those two units. But overall, is this... Yeah. Are, are you, do you agree with my, my summary of the first company trash force, task force? Yeah, the, it's definitely the, uh, the trash force. I, I agree with you on that, mate. <laughs> but I will say this. I have got a very, very cheeky... Um, combo in this detachment which includes my boy dante so you take the fear made manifest aura on the sanguinary priest in his squad which means that basically while enemy units excluding monsters and vehicles within are within six and fail a battleshock test one model is destroyed chosen by the controlling player and once per battle you can do d3 models instead so dante forces battleshock at minus one every fight phase so effectively, you can keep forcing these battle shocks and picking up models. Um, it's obviously it's relying on your opponent failing the battle shock, but it's a minus one. I have had it where I've picked up two Tyranid warriors before combat's even started. Okay. Um, so it, it's it's like it's just it's it's pretty funny 
when it happens because <laughs> you're not having to swing any weapons to do it. But right, it's um, it's not it, a competitive choice. I'm not. I wouldn't take this detachment competitively. No, this is this is a um, this is an absolute meme pick. When you're like, you know what, I have just. It's been forever since I ran an all Terminator force. I'm going to run an all Terminator list just for SNGs. Um, okay, yeah. sure, go for it. Have a blast. Um, hopefully, you're playing into Drakari. Um, so that <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't think it's there's much the best, to say mate. to this. It's, this is not the best attachment. I really wish if they had not done all of this once per battle nonsense, this would be a much more competitive, much more interesting. Um, detachment. I think it has the right materials, but there's so much of it is limited that it just ends up handicapping itself. Yeah, I agree, mate. So, I agree. So, okay. Which is not to also say I wouldn't love to eventually someday see Terminators back in a Blood Angel list, but, you know, this is not the detachment to do it in. If you're, maybe this is the, this is the, the, uh, the Deathwing um, detachment until Dark Angels get their uh, codex, but yeah, it's. I mean, so it's like it, it. It's meant to affect veterans, but it's not affecting sand guards. It's not affecting like all the veterans from the other armies or or anything like that. So you're not getting any direct benefit from being a blood angel. There is the plus one to hit strat, but on the whole, you're not really struggling to hit as a blood angel. It's more so the wounding, and you're not getting any plus one to wounds unless you're below half strength. Again, you don't want to be below half strength. So you're not really getting the most out of this detachment. Um, there are better ways to get sticky objectives, intercessors, than a stratagem. Um, so yeah, it's not. It's not. I've tried it in a few games now, and it hasn't benefited my army at all. So yeah, there's not really any changes that need to be made here to fit this detachment. Yeah, agreed. Okay, well that yeah. about sums it up. We've covered all six of the detachments. Uh, I think. Um, Jordan, I agree that the Vanguard Spearhead is obviously is absolutely the best. Iron uh, Ironstorm Spearhead is probably the second best, with the Firestorm and Gladius being a close tied for third, depending on how you want to build, because you just need to build into those a little bit. And then Stormlance yep. is Space Wolf only, and uh, First Company is remains on the theoretical list. So, um, yeah, exactly. Agree to all that? Yeah, mate, I agree. I agree. Um, we'll, we'll just forget about First Company and just look at all the others. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's five detachments in this book. That's it. Um, so, yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. So, with that, um, I think that about covers what I wanted to discuss today. Is there anything else you want to throw out there? Any last thoughts before we wrap this one up? Um, so, I think, overall, the Codex is actually... It's really exciting playing um, Space Marines. I know... There's been a few changes. I was a bit dismayed when I heard about oaths, um, but on the whole, I'm still, I, I'm, I'm never going to run out of love for my blood angels. I'm still going to be running them. It's just about we're going to need a bit of time just to adjust to it, and it's kind of that there's new play styles here that we've got to look at and see how it works. So I'm definitely going to be testing out Vanguard. That's my next test. Uh, but Gladius for me still seems like the best way to play blood angels, um, even with all these options. It just has everything that you need. So as a safe option and most competitive, I would say Gladius, but potentially Vanguard is the best way. Got it. Agreed. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. Uh, I'm going to stop real quick so we can do a, uh, we got so carried away. I forgot to do our, our sponsor uh, break. So we're real quick. We're going to stop for our second and third sponsors of the day. 
Color Forge, and Siege Studios. The Competitive 4K Podcast is supported by Color Forge. I found Color Forge 18 months ago and I was blown away by the quality of the product. I've always had an incredible finish, not too thick, not too chalky, and have always had the perfect coverage in all kinds of weather conditions. The cans are around 25% larger and cheaper than most other brands on the market. All of the colors are matched to Citadel base colors, so it makes that transition from rattle can to paints absolutely seamless. Check out www.thecolorforge.com to pick up your sprays today, along with a whole host of other awesome hobby products. And now for a word from our sponsor, C Studios. They are the experts in providing professional miniature painting services, ensuring your armies always look their best on the battlefield. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or just starting out, C Studios can help bring your miniatures to life. Don't miss out on their quality craftsmanship. All right, that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, don't forget to uh, come sign up for the competitive Warhammer 40k community Facebook page. Uh, the password is still going to be Death Leaper for one more episode. I'm going to change it up uh, next week. But for so for one more week, Death Leaper will still be the password. And uh, don't forget to come uh, check out the page and join in the conversation. Uh, again, always appreciate you guys for giving us your time and your attention, whether you're stuck in the car. Uh, working out in the gym or uh, just trying to get through a, a long elevator ride, whatever it is. Uh, glad you guys, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, and I'm going to hope to get to the Tau Index soon. Uh, Izzy Sanchez and I have talked. We're going to try to schedule up some time uh, to, do the, um, to do the Tau Index review. And uh, we've got some people lined up to do the other remaining indexes. So we are going to get to all of it. It's just a matter of schedule. So until then... This is Dave Colmel for George Checkley and all of Vanguard Tactics saying there is much to be learned from beasts. Stay healthy, weirdos. <laughs>